You want your five star matches? You want your thirty minute classics? Not me. Big meaty man slapping me. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is another episode of the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. Just a little shout-out um, that I didn't pick up on when I was recording uh, yesterday's uh, NXT review, but that was episode 50, so that makes us on episode 51 today. That's that's a milestone. We're going to celebrate it, uh, continuing to... Uh, to, to try to grow the audience and, and put out content that's interesting and entertaining. And that, um, so in that, I want to go ahead and just, uh, throw out there, you know, to you who listen to the podcast, please share it. Um, uh, you know, post it on Facebook, Twitter, um, more than happy to allow you guys to, to post my content. The only, uh, thing that, you know, if you take a video, from the, from the, like a screen recording from the podcast, just, um, at least credit the name of the podcast and, um, and, and, and do that. That's perfectly fine. You guys have, you guys have the ability to do that. I actually want you to do that. Share this around, share the link, share, share at least the name of the podcast, whatever. Uh, and with that being said, um, let's dive in. Today's Wednesday, and Wednesdays are my favorite day uh, to record podcasts. Not that I don't like doing review shows, but doing either like Wrestle News or like we did last week. I think we did like a draft of like top five finishers. Um, and. So it gives me the ability to sort of be a little bit more creative on Wednesday because I don't review anything. Um, and so today's episode, I, um, I came up with this Monday morning um, with like, what am I going to do on Wednesday? Because I know what I do on Mondays. I know what I do on Tuesdays. I know what I do on Fridays. But what am I going to do on Wednesday? That's, uh, that's essentially the conversation that I have with myself on a week to week basis. Right. And so on Monday I was like, the, the decision I was trying to make on Monday was, am I going to do like a vengeance day review show and then review raw? And I didn't want to do that cause I felt it would be too long. Um, and so we probably are not going to do a vengeance day review. Um, it may it may be recorded down the line, but probably not. I don't want I don't want you all to get your hopes up for that. But so I was discussing with myself like, what am I doing this week? Um, Monday was an ep- like typically it's, oh yeah Monday's just raw review. But with me you know not doing the review show for Vengeance Day, did I want do it? Did I want to go ahead and do that? 
and I decided not to. But then I got to Wednesday, and I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. What? So typically, the, the conversation is, what, what what am I doing? Like, top five what? What type of draft thing am I doing? And instead, I started having this sort of – and when I say I had a conversation with myself, I'm not lying. Like, I sit here, and this is how I throw out ideas, where I'll, I, I will literally pose a question. And this is how I, I rationalize questions, like, on all topics, like – this is how I sort of go through, like I have a, a system that I use in my head on how I rationalize different debates, right? Um, and so I literally have a conversation with myself playing both sides of the debate, right? Um, it's a little weird if you see it in, in person because you don't know what's going on, but that's what happens. And so I started having this conversation with myself about how I thought the WWE roster was too large. Um, and then I sat here and I was like, well, this would be a good good topic to discuss. I do think that the roster is too large. You have, um, I mean, just in my hand, um, I have the whole roster as updated as it is known. Um, there's some new, like Dragon Lee's not on here, but he's never debuted. Um, he hasn't debuted yet, so we don't know where to put him. Is he in the Raw, NXT, or SmackDown roster? He's not on here, and so I'm not going to worry about him. Um, but I have it printed out. Now, this is, this is, uh, standard 12-point font, standard text type. We have seven pages. Now, this, this is only active wrestlers. This isn't managers. This isn't commentators. I don't, I'm not really necessarily worried about those people. I'm talking about active wrestlers on rosters today. And there's about seven pages. It's about as updated as it could get. It's not, it is not from the WWE website. It is from Fightful um, because WWE's website well, I th- it probably would be the most accurate. Fightful did the work that I didn't really want to do, which is type up the list f- alphabetically b- between brands. Because if you go to WWE's website, like you'll have all the it's in alphabetical order, but all the brands are mixed, right? And so I didn't really necessarily want to have to go do all that work to type up the list that Fightful did for me. Some of the wrestlers, like the Usos, are on here twice, um, so um, we'll just keep that in mind. So I've already gone through this; these seven pages. This isn't something I'm going to do live. I've already made the decisions. Now I'm going to rationalize them. Um, and so I don't know how long this. Um, I don't know how long this episode is going to be. I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. Some of these are just obvious. Um, and so what, I, and, and so the, the sort of mind from the context that I want to set this up as is myself, Randall Beatley gets hired by WWE to be, um, chief of, I don't know, come up with a position title, like, like employee, uh, talent, talent relations, chief officer or something like that, uh, chief officer of talent relations where maybe a new position or maybe has a position they already have 
where I get to come through and my job, my first task is here's the roster. Are there any changes you want to make? Now, changes could be, do you want to move people up? Do you want to, um, you know, cut people? And so the task today for what I, what I would do is who are we keeping? Who are we cutting? And then when we get to NXT, that's who we'll talk about last. There are several on the roster that I think it's time to move up. And when I say several, like four or five. And so um, I took that into consideration as I was doing cuts. When I so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go, we're gonna do Raw first, then SmackDown, then NXT. But I've broken up Raw, SmackDown, and NXT into men's and women's roster. What we're going to do is we're going to go through who I cut, who I keep, why, and then we'll break down how many that leaves left on that particular roster, right? So let's go ahead and jump into this. I've wasted enough time on this intro. Let's dig through the Raw roster. Um, We'll go through the men first because there's more of them, and it's a sound of this is typed. I don't want no attacks of, oh, he did men first because he's sexist. That's not why it's literally... Just how the document was printed, all right? So we're going to go through the man first. That starts with AJ Styles. Now, AJ Styles, we're keeping. Right off the bat, he's a great mid-carder. He's good at getting people over. Um, and, and out of just, like, not wanting AJ Styles, there are certain people you have to keep so that the competition doesn't get them, right? AJ Styles could be could be cut, Right? But then he goes to AEW, becomes world champion, and now I made a super decision of giving the competition AJ Styles, right? So we're keeping AJ Styles. Next down the list is Akira Tozawa. He's cut. We don't need him. So so what, what were the sort of qualifications? I forgot to go into that. We'll take into the look of, and again, I didn't go all in depth, but like if I were to do this for real, your contract situation would play into a part of it. Are you going to need a new contract here soon? Are you willing to resign? If I keep you, I'm going to want you to resign as soon as possible so that we have a signed roster where I don't have to be like, oh, I cut too many men and then now this guy's gone, right? Um, and then how more so what I what I considered is how useful are you to the to the product? If I'm going to cut the roster, if I'm going to cut the roster, um, then I'm going to need the people that stay to be useful because we're going to have less people on the roster. So that means in order to get the stories that we need to be told, I need everyone on the roster to be, to be useful, right? Akira Tozawa is not that. He can go out. I'm not worried about the competition creating a superstar out of Akira Tozawa. It doesn't, it's not that big of a loss. Now, the, there are going to be some surprising cuts on here, by the way, and I think this next one will be one of them. Angelo Dawkins, that's a cut. And I know you're thinking, please don't cut Montez Ford. We'll get to him in a minute. But we're cutting Angelo, and here's why. This is nothing personal against Angelo Dawkins. He's a wonderful person. But at some point, we have to recognize that Montez Ford is what makes the Street Profits. Angelo Dawkins, again, nothing to him. He's highly entertaining at times, but he, he's he been in the company for going on 10-ish years. 
And I I just don't necessarily think because we're it looks like we're moving to the storyline of Montez Ford versus Angelo Dawkins with with the Street Profits being dismantled. Um, now, the only thing I could see Angelo Dawkins doing is joining Hurt Business. That's the only way I could see this working out for him. If he has to be a singles wrestler and he's not in Hurt Business, I just don't see what they have on the roster for him. Um, and and with that being said, like I just don't think he's going to be as good by himself. I think we'll recognize very quickly his limitations of, of being entertaining outside of the street profits gimmick right um and so angelo dawkins is a cut again i have to think like i'm thinking business perspective right i personally i would keep angelo dawkins i've loved angelo dawkins probably for way too long more than i should have i think he's he's a fantastic talent but from a business perspective if there's really nothing that we can use him for, then why have that, have that, and I don't mean this negatively, but why have that fat? And when I said, like, we're trimming the fat here. So why have that fat on the cow, right, when it's the, when it's not useful? So you trim it off, right? So the next person on this list is Austin Theory. And you would be highly mistaken if you thought I was going to cut him. We're keeping Austin Theory. He is the future of the brand. Um... And I think Vince McMahon pushed him too quickly. Triple H sort of put him in his place where he needed to be for now. And two years, three years, hell, probably even less than a year from now, Austin Theory could be in the world title picture. But having Austin Theory be pushed and then with the briefcase and then putting both titles on Roman Reigns, Vince, I don't think you thought that one through, my guy. So once Roman loses the titles or they get split up in some way, shape, or form, I think Austin Theory will be world champion around around that time. Um, so we definitely are going to keep him. Baron Corbin is a cut. I'm sorry. You can repackage him 800 times. He's just not... He, he just isn't purposeful on the roster. The Happy Corbin gimmick was really good. The Lone Wolf, the first gimmick, we got the NXT gimmick of Baron Corbin, was really good. But everything else, I just it just doesn't seem like there's any plans to do anything serious with Baron Corbin. And because of that, like I said, if I'm going to cut the roster, if there's one weak link in the re- remaining roster, then, then it's going to make the product bad, right? So we need to make sure, like, if I'm cutting the roster, then... Baron Corbin being the weakest link makes the show worse. So whatever's left needs to be to me, needs to be good good TV, and we need to be able to have a plan for that wrestler and for that competitor moving forward. And I just don't see what they're doing with Baron Corbin, especially now that JBL just left him. So now they're going to have to repackage him again. So why why repackage him? Give him the pink slip. Tell him, hey, this is the, like, like again, none of this is personal. I think Baron Corbin has a, a spot somewhere in some company doing something um, in the wrestling business. 
but it's not going to be in WWE if I'm in charge. Right? Next is Bobby Roode. This one's easy. Get rid of him. Um, we don't need him. He's past the big push, and he's essentially going to be in that AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler role of just getting people over. And, and again, we just don't necessarily need him on the roster. It, it's it, This is probably one of the easiest cuts to this point. Um, next is Bobby Lashley. We're keeping Bobby Lashley. Um, we, 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 again, this is sort of the same thing with AJ Styles. I probably could cut him, but then I'm giving the competition Bobby fucking Lashley. So we're keeping Bobby Lashley. We're going to keep him here. He's entertaining. We can put him on TV. We know what we can do with him. And, and, and whether it's in a title picture facing Brock Lesnar, right? You know, so, so we're keeping Bobby Lashley. Bronson Reed, he just returned. Now, this one to me, this one was tough because my first instinct was, well, give him the pink slip. But then I sat here and thought about it and recognized, no, Bronson Reed is pretty entertaining. He His NXT run, when he got very popular in NXT, if we booked him that way, I think this could work. So we're keeping Bronson Reed. Um... He's athletic for a big guy. He can do moves that most big guys can't do. Um, And he, if booked properly, he can become um, a a star, I believe, in the company, even if it's just in the mid-card. And so, yeah, we're keeping Bronson Reed. Next is Cedric Alexander. We're cutting him. And this, I think, is, I'm surprised he stayed on the roster as long as he has. Um, he, he just screams AEW. I've seen Cedric live because he is from, and he wrestled in the Charlotte area before he signed with WWE. He just screams like AEW, um, with what he does. Like he does to me, I don't understand why he stayed so long in WWE. Cedric Alexander, this, I, I fucking love him, but from a business perspective, and you also have to understand with these cuts, this isn't a, oh, I don't like you, so you're not going to be on the roster. This is, I like you enough. I respect you as a human being enough to say that we have nothing planned for you here in the WWE, and I'm not going to keep you stuck in a contract um, where you can't work, where you can't do what you've trained to do. People like Akira Tozawa. Let's see some of the people I've cut. Akira Tozawa. Cedric Alexander, these people spent time and time, Bobby Roode, right? They spent time and energy training and, and, and being the best that they can be. I'm not keeping them on the shelf and catering when they could be out there doing what they've trained to do. And with Cedric, I mean, he's in the prime of his career. He's still got maybe 10 years left, potentially. So I'm not going to keep him stuck in catering or in some low tier tag team that is used as a jobber tag team. And again, a lot of this, you'll notice that I'm not a big fan of, I'm not a big fan of tag team wrestling. So I'm a little biased there. Um, but like Cedric, Cedric, right. And so, so when I do this, just, just as an aside, this isn't like, Oh, I don't like you. So you're not going to work here. It's I like you. I respect you enough as a person that here's what you're going to do. You're going to get cut in the first policy that I'm changing 
um, in WWE as the, in this position, if I ever get this position, the first policy that I'm changing is the 30, 60, 90 day clause. There, it will be a, it would be, it, that clause would be deployed only if you are in a current storyline, right? So someone like, um, someone like Angelo Dawkins, who kind of is in a storyline, not really in a storyline right now, but let's just say he does get into a storyline. We'll either finish that storyline or, you know, we'll have you like written off as being injured and then you have to wait. But it's only going to be 30 days. There is no 60 days. There is no 90 days. Um, but if you're not currently being used, someone like, um, someone like uh, Bobby, La- uh, excuse me, Bobby Roode, who's not currently being used, there's going to be no clause. Hey, you're 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 going to be cut. Go sign wherever you want to sign, and go work for him because you're not being used on my product right now. Someone like, uh, like Baron Corbin, he just ended a storyline with JBL. Guess what? You could write him off TV with him being like, uh, going to Triple H's office and saying something like, I don't I don't think I'm cut out for this business or something. Uh, it, you guys keep give I keep changing who I am. Blah blah blah. Have Baron Corbin do a promo like that and then say Baron, give it two weeks, give it three weeks, and then you can go debut somewhere. Um, right? Someone like uh, Akira Tozawa, who's really not being used in anything, you could just release him and 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 have him go sign because you respect him. Um, and then, of course, you would pay them the remainder remainder of their contract um, that's guaranteed. So I don't know if any of the money is guaranteed. Again, the money situation would be—I don't really want to discuss that. But I'm just saying, like, with, with these people getting cut, there is no 90-day clause. Just understand that. Like, this is that you're cut. We're going to pay you the rest of your contract in either 12-month segments, or you're still going to get paid from us. But go work wherever you want to work, right? Um or or whatever like that, right? Um, so next is Chad Gable. We're keeping Gable. I'm keeping Gable the same reason that I kept AJ Styles. Chad Gable is a star in the making. And, and I'm sorry, he's not being used properly. And I'm keeping Chad Gable with the personal uh, recommendation to, to booking that he gets booked properly and he gets some sort of compensation for how he's been booked. All right, next is Cody Rhodes. This is easy. You keep him. He's the hottest thing in, in, in the WWE in terms of baby faces. Probably Sami Zayn's a little bit higher than him. But Cody Rhodes is like the number two baby face in the company now. Um, and you don't get rid of Cody Rhodes. I'm sorry. Next is Damian Priest. And yeah, you cut him. You cut Damian Priest. Um... Judgment Day hasn't worked out. I'm not a big fan of Damian Priest. I've never been a big fan of Damian Priest. And it seems like the fans of Damian Priest are the fans of Punishment Martinez, which was his name on the indie scene. And, okay, go back be Punishment Martinez. You can go out to AEW. I'm not really worried about you going out there. You can go to ROH or you can run the indie scene. I'm not really worried about competition making money with you. Damien, I'm sorry. Now, with Damien, it's a little bit harder. You, he will probably need a 30-day cut clause because he's in a very important storyline right now. But it's easy. You can have either Edge injure him or you can have the new, uh, the Judgment Day attack him. 
Um, or you can have something happen where like Judgment Day loses the match and has to leave WWE or something. We'll get into that more down the line. But yes, you cut Damian Priest, Dexter Loomis. We're cutting him. They're not using him for anything important right now. I don't see where their direction of being used is. I don't see why they brought him back to begin with. Um, and so, sorry, Dexter, go back and be Sam Shaw and Impact or on AEW. And again, nothing personal. It's just you're just there's just no plans for you. So why why have you again? Why have the fat if there's no plans to use it, right? Next is Dolph Ziggler, and this one's a little bit more biased than anything, but we're keeping him. He's my favorite wrestler of all time. I would never cut Dolph Ziggler. Um, Dolph Ziggler is in a role where he can get people over, and I just I think we need people like that. We need those type of people on the roster. Um, and if I cut all of them, then someone else will have to be made that. That should be a star, right? So. So like AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler, um, those guys are going to be on the roster solely to make make superstars out of of potential people coming up on the on the in NXT and stuff like that, right? Next is Dominic Mysterio, and this is nothing personal, but Dom, I'm sorry, I'm getting Dom's getting over on me with the 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 funny ex-con Dom gimmick, but I just don't know if if it's worth having him here. So, Dom, you have been cut. Um, that's two members of the Judgment Day gone. Um, right? And then you have Edge. Now, this one, I said there's controversy in this list. I'm I'm cutting Edge. <laughs> cutting Edge. That's funny. I didn't even think about that. But Edge will be cut. Um, and it's more of a, Edge, I respect you as a human being. Um, in my, and how I would probably do edge is I would probably say, here's what I'm going to do Edge. I'm going to give you, we're going to, we're going to extend you for three months. We're going to give you a world title reign. You're going to then lose it and you're going to make a star out of the person you're going to lose it to. And then you're going to, you're going to be released from the company. It's probably, that's how much I respect edge. That's probably the only person I would actually do that for. But Edge is just not needed anymore on the roster. I, I get the sort of nostalgia, right? When he came back at Royal Rumble, like the nostalgia hit, and it was something we never thought we would see. But I think, I personally think Edge is going to retire after Elimination Chamber. I think that he came back he's been injured now two times since coming back and non-serious injuries but i think i, I think he realized that hey my body may not be able to do this long term after this i mean cuz he's still what in his 40s he still could wrestle for 10 15 more years if he's safe with it but i think he recognizes hey i'm going to retire i'm going to finish my career in canada at the elimination chamber with my wife by my side, more than likely they're going to win. And that is how you, you, you retire and is retiring. And, and edge has always said he wanted to retire on his own terms. And so I think that's what his terms are. I want to, I, I want to retire in Canada. Right. And so I always assumed that this was going to, that this would be his last match. So it might be that, 
And that makes it even easier to, to then say, okay, he's retiring. We don't really have to cut him, but he is off the roster. But Ed, let's just say he doesn't retire. Edge would end up being being cut off the roster. We don't necessarily need him. Um, so next on the list is Elias. Um, we're keeping him. I think, first off, he's uber talented in, in the skill of promo, and that's something that I sort of like. Uh, he's pretty decent on the mic. Pretty decent in the ring. He's again. He's going to be in that AJ Styles, Dolph Ziggler role. Not that Elias is as good as him because he's not. Um, of the three, Elias is the worst of anything. Um, but he's going to be there to to be comedic relief. Um, play the guitar, smash people with the guitar, put over superstars put, that we're trying to build, and and put on good matches. And, and I, that's something I can think, I believe we can entrust in Elias in doing. Finn Balor, the last male member of Judgment Day, well, he meets the same fate as the rest of Judgment Day, and he's going to get cut. Now, I'm a little scared doing this one because Finn Balor gets cut. What does he do? He immediately jumps ship. He either goes back to New Japan, joins Bullet Club, or he goes over to AEW and maybe challenges uh, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and the rest of the people who sort of joined the the, the uh, Bullet Club after he left, basically with this gimmick of, I started the Bullet Club. Uh, and... And, and probably becomes a, a, a star over, and right? So, but at the same time, I don't know what else you do with Finn Balor. Because here's what people want with Finn Balor. They want Demon Finn, and I don't think he's willing to do it, right? And so, Finn Balor cut. Um, Gable Stevenson's on the roster, though, though he's never really debuted in a match. And from what I've heard is he's not really picking up this wrestling thing, and that's all I need to hear. Whether it's true or not, all I need to hear is doubts that he's picking it up from anyone in the training center. Now, again, I would do research on it, but um, he's cut. If he can't pick it up and he's been technically a member of the roster for two years, you're cut. You're cut. You're not going to be here. Like right When we get to NXT, I'll explain this even more, but with NXT, if you make the roster, that doesn't guarantee you're going to be on the roster long term. Because for, for, for the main roster, Raw SmackDown, this evaluation process would happen at the beginning of each year. where We, we evaluate the roster. Who do we cut at the beginning of each year so that we can make room for new superstars that are free agents that we want to bring in, right? Um, and Gable Stevenson, if you're not picking this up, you've been on the roster for two years, you still haven't been able to debut... You're gone. I'm sorry. You're you're gone. Um, and so he's cut. Now the Usos are on here, uh, but on the Raw roster because they are Raw Tag Team Champions. But we're going to talk about the Usos, um, when it, in detail when uh, we talk about SmackDown. The short answer is we're keeping them, and I'm doing. I have to do that for the math that I'm going to do at the end of Raw's roster. But we will keep the Usos. Johnny Gargano, we are keeping. He's another one that can, if booked properly, can can do two things. He can get a title run, but he can also put people over. 
And depending on where we want to use him, he is multi-usable. And with that, we keep him. Next is Carl Anderson. And while we'll do this because Luke Gallows is only two down from Anderson, we'll go ahead and do both of them at the same time. The Good Brothers will be cut. Um, again, I don't necessarily understand why they brought them back long term. Um, it would have been cool for like a one match off and then have them go back to New Japan or whatever. But the Good Brothers just aren't needed on the roster. So they are gone. Um, Kevin Owens, we're keeping them. You don't get rid of Kevin Owens. I'm sorry. Kevin Owens will, as lo- if I'm in charge, and as long as he wants to continue to wrestle for the company, Kevin Owens will wrestle for the company forever. If I, if I had a way, if I was in charge, I would never, like, there are two people that we've gone over so far that are automatic keeps every single evaluation period that I'm in charge. Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. You don't, you just, those are two professional wrestlers. When I think of professional wrestlers, it's those two. You just don't cut people like them. Right? They're professional. They they do their job. They do what they're told to do. They're entertaining on the microphone, in the ring. And they're highly usable in any facet you want to use them for. If I want to give Dolph Ziggler a title run, it will be a good-ass title run. If I just want him to go out and put on a good match to get someone over, guess what? He can do that. Same thing with Kevin Owens. Um, now we're going to Matt Riddle. Cut him. We don't need him. Sorry. Cut him. And that, that's controversial. But cut Matt Riddle. We don't need Matt Riddle. WWE doesn't need to have Matt Riddle on the roster. Send him somewhere. Like the, A lot of these people on the roster would do so much better in AEW. And if I want to say I respect them as a professional wrestler, why would I hinder them from where they would be best at? Why would I keep them back from being... Like, I've never understood the idea of... Of... Like, so I've said that like AJ Styles, I wouldn't cut him because I didn't want him to join the competition, which is true. But at the same time, AJ Styles works in AEW, but he also works in WWE. Someone like Matt Riddle, he works in WWE at times. But he's... I I can just imagine that if, if he went to a product that wasn't aimed at the PG audience, how much better would Matt Riddle be in an in a AEW ring with an AEW mic? To give an AEW promo. I think he would be so much better. Than the goofy like 420. Where we know he's a pothead. But he can't really say anything about pot. On TV. Right. You make references with the bro. In the in the 420. But. Yeah. So I just. To me. It would be more beneficial. To Matt Riddle to say. We're going to cut you. You're not in a storyline right now. We're going to cut you. Go sign with AEW or with New Japan or do whatever else you want to do. Go run the indie scene where you can use your full ability and do what you want to do with the creativity that you have rather than us sort of holding you down to where you're not going to reach where you should be. Right? Um. So, yeah, Matt Riddle will be cut. The Miz. So the temptation is to keep them is. Why is that a temptation? Well, because he does offer you the reality show with Miz and Mrs. Um, and you have to really think about that. And uh, to me, the Miz is not needed 
own the roster. And so I did end up eventually coming to the realization we are going to cut him. Um, he is one of those people who are, could be in the you know, discussion of being sort of like in Dolph Ziggler's area of just being put in a match to get him over. But at the same time, I think I have a younger, cheaper version of The Miz on the roster. In NXT. And uh, I'll go ahead and say it. His name is Grayson Waller. I think Grayson Waller could easily go up, come up to the main roster, take the Miz's spot as sort of like the, the, the we're going to have a, the Grayson Waller effect um, to replace Miz TV. And he could come in and he can run that same role. And for the rest of the current contract, Grayson Waller's cheaper. And I don't think, like, and we don't necessarily need to have Miz there to have that type of role be fulfilled. Um, and so Miz will be cut. Um, Montez Ford. We cut his teammate, but we're keeping Montez. Like I said, Montez is the best one of the group. And a single run with Montez will be fantastic. I don't doubt that for one minute. Um, Montez Ford is fantastic. He's athletic. He's entertaining. He's good on the mic. Um, and he, right, right. So we cut Miz, but we keep Montez because guess what? Montez Ford and Bianca Belair got a reality show starting, I think on Hulu. So we keep them and there's your reality show for WWE. Maybe you, maybe you lease it out to Hulu, but you also work out a deal where it can go on Fox or a Fox network like ABC. Um, or lease it out to Peacock or something like that, right? Uh, Mustafa Ali, he's cut. He's been wanting to be cut for the longest time. WWE, there's no reason to hold someone here hostage. Mustafa Ali, goodbye. Go do what you think you're better at. You'll realize that the grass is not greener everywhere else. Um, MVP, we're keeping him because we'll need... We'll, more so as a manager, but he's a, he's still a decent enough wrestler to put on a match to get people over. However, Omos will not be his client because Omos should have been cut six months ago. Omos will be cut. They've repackaged him how many times now? Still not getting over. So get rid of him. This one's tough for me because I love this dude. Otis, he's cut. I love this dude. But we just don't need him on the roster. It it He's sort of run his course. And I think, um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know necessarily if he has a spot anywhere in the Indies where people will, will pay big money to, 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 to book him. But Otis, I, I love him, but he is going to have to disappear. Next is Rick Boogs. We're keeping him. We're keeping Rick Boogs. Um, he's got, he's, he's, he's got potential. He's already really good at sort of promo work, um, working with the crowd. Um, I could see a situation where we put Boogs with Elias in a tag team. That's like the most obvious tag team creation you can ever, ever come up with. Um, but yeah, Rick Boogs. Um, R-Truth is, is there, okay, so there's a third name now. Of Every time I evaluate the roster, there's a third name now that will never, ever be cut as long as I'm doing the evaluations. R-Truth. I will never cut R-Truth. 
Ron Killings has a spot on the WWE roster until he does no, he no longer wants to be here. If he wants to sign the contract, he has a spot because our truth is entertaining as hell. And he gets pops, he gets he gets reaction. He's he can put on a good match. He can get people over. He's funny, right? He does the same shtick, but it's funny, right? Our truth stays. Randy Orton stays, uh, right? Because Randy Orton is the best damn wrestler. I'm gonna say it of all time. In my opinion, Randy Orton's the best of all time, and he's the best active wrestler. Now, he's injured right now, so who knows if he can come back. We don't know any real information on what's going on. At least I don't. Um, And so, if he does come back, and he comes back at peak form, Randy Orton's the best thing in the business. On the mic, as as a complete package, I think Randy Orton will go down as the best wrestler of all time. I think he's the one who should beat Ric Flair's title uh title reign count. Like Ric Ric Flair has like 17 has like 16 titles and whoever gets to 17 breaks the record. It should be Randy Orton. They should find two type two, two he needs three. He needs three to beat the record. They should find three title reigns in 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 the rest of his career at some point for him to break the record. Because he deserves it. So next on the list is Roman Reigns. He's a SmackDown superstar, so I won't go into depth. We'll talk about him on SmackDown, but there there really isn't any in question here. You keep Roman Reigns. Next is Seth Rollins, and you keep Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins may be potentially one of the best people on the roster. So you just don't use he's usable. And he's worth every penny you pay him. So Seth Rollins stays. Shelton Benjamin gets cut. And then the last on the list is Tommaso Ciampa, who you keep. Um, just Ch- Ciampa's good. And and I think you you use him in a role where he sort of was, where he's putting people over. He's He could still put on good matches. Um, I'd like to see a DIY reunion, to be completely honest with you. Um, but yeah. So in the men's division for Raw of the list we went through, now this is also including the fact that Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso, and Roman Reigns are on here. Even so, they'll be counted twice basically. But of the the men's roster, we keep eighteen and we cut nineteen. With that being said, though, I said there are NXT people that I think should be caught up, and who knows? You know, you can also go out and sign. One or two other people. Like maybe Dragon Lee debuts and that ups the ring. But we cut the men's roster in half. Right? We cut the men's roster in half. Now we go to the women's division on a Raw. Alexa Bliss, you keep. Um, and I'm questioning this decision now with the news coming out that she... Basically, she's taking hiatus. And so it looks to me like she just lost her love for wrestling. And so if that's the case, you cut her and you keep one of the other people on here. Um, but yeah, at, at this moment with the information we have, we're keeping Alexa bliss. She has the look she has. She's really, she, she, she can get better on the mic to me, but she does decent enough job selling the match. And, uh, yeah, she, she's pretty decent in the ring as well. This is probably going to be the most controversial 
up to date. Asuka. Asuka gets cut. Because this dark Asuka character will not get over the way they think it's going to get over with the, the mainstream WWE audience. Right? The, the hardcore fans, they're going to love it. Because they know who Kana is. And Kana was her name on the indie scene when she ran this gimmick. They know who she is. But someone like me who never watched it, someone like the casual fans who watch only WWE product, they're not going to know who it is. To them, it's Asuka with face paint. Right? So, you cut her. You don't necessarily need her. She's had her long run. She She's still worthy of a Hall of Fame spot in WWE. You cut her. You have her go to where Kana and they, that whole gimmick gets respected and, and loved, and that's AEW. And she immediately becomes the number one threat in AEW. Like Some of this is also like, I want the business to thrive. And I think some of these people will make AEW so much better than it already is. And Asuka on AEW makes that women's division thrive because she's the, she would immediately become the best person on the, on the women's roster. Um, immediately. And then you can have her fight Kairi Sane. And then you can have her fight the rest of the Japanese people that that wrestle with AEW, right? That she wouldn't be able to fight on WWE, right? So I think it just it'll benefit wrestling fans. I think it would benefit Asuka herself. Um, and at the end of the day, it saves WWE just a little bit more money to go out and and either pay some of these bigger stars more or to bring in some more younger talent. Which and that's what I think. That's where I think WWE will will benefit is from the talent pool that they're bringing in from these tryouts and the NIL deals, next in line deals. Um, I think they have a lot of strong potential, and we'll talk about that when we get to NXT. Um, Bailey, I hate doing this. I really hate doing this decision. Ooh, Bailey gets cut. I don't know. I'm just she. She. I. This is what I think happens with Bailey. This is what I think happened with Bailey. She works the rest of her contract, and she doesn't seem like she's frustrated or anything. But she works the rest of her contract. That contract ends. She's not resigning. She's jo- joining Mercedes Monet on the on the independent scene. That's what I think happens. And so why don't we just get ahead of that? Hey Bailey, you're cut. We're gonna pay you the rest of your contract because I don't know when her contract ends, but I can assume it's pretty pretty soon. Um, right? Because with me understanding that as the potential of what could happen, you don't book her for a title run. I think that's why they haven't put her in the main title picture or given her a title again for another reign. Is that they're afraid that when her contract ends, that they're gonna have to that she's gonna leave as champion. And so you, you just don't make that business decision to invest in her if she's going to leave. Right? And so Bailey gets cut. We get ahead of the situation. We say, hey, go ahead and join Mercedes all for you. If that's what you want to do with your career, go forward through it. Right? Um, and so Bailey gets cut. Becky Lynch, we keep her. N- nothing really to say there. She's probably one of the top women on the roster. Becky Lynch deserves a title run. A title opportunity. She deserves to be in the main event of the women's division, right? Bianca Belair, another one who fits that description. You keep Bianca Belair. Next is Carmella. This is an easy cut if you want it to be. 
but I don't want it to be. She, we keep Carmella. She's useful. She's gorgeous. You have Corey Graves on there to hype her up, and so it just makes sense to keep her there. She she she's mildly better than a lot of the people on the roster, in my opinion. She's entertaining. She gets reactions. She just debuted on Raw, and she got a better reaction than I thought she would. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I think Carmella is a, a potential star in the making if they can book it correctly. Candice LeRae. This is another easy cut if you want it to be. She probably would benefit being on AEW or in Shimmer or one of those promotions that are for women. But 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 you don't let her go. She's still pretty decent. And if if anything, she can be the per you need the person on the women's roster that the superstars beat up. And that can be Candice LeRae. And you pay that person who gets beat up all the time, you pay them to stay on your company. I would offer Candice LeRae more money um to be like I would offer her more money than the current contract she has and lets her say guess what and I tell her guess what you're probably not going to be champion but you're going to be beat up a lot you're going to be the person that gets my superstars over but I'm going to pay you I'm going to take care of you and at the end of all of that you're going to get some sort of payoff you're not going to be champion immediately but at some point, you're, you'll get some sort of payoff for for running that role because that's what you do, right? Like this is what I what I mean with Chad Gable. Chad Gable's run the Shorty G angle. He's run the Alpha Academy angle. Anything after Jason Jordan's injury, Chad Gable's basically just been an afterthought, where he basically is a, either a comedy act or he's getting people over. And you have to reward Chad Gable for this, whether it's with a hell of a lot more money. Or with a, a fucking beast mode title run in the future. And if you don't reward them, then you're just using them. And so I would tell her, I'm like, I'm not going to use you. You're going to be rewarded in some way, shape, or form for playing this part, right? Chelsea Green is next on the list. Knee cutter. I know you just brought her back. Oh, but this is a tough decision. I'm not cutting her. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm amending my decisions. Uh, I'm amending my decision. Because I saw this Karen gimmick, and it's going to be fucking great. It's going to be hilarious. It's a comedy act, but we need it. And again, she could play the same role Candice LeRae is. Someone who gets beat up. But you reward her, and, and it's funny, and it's entertaining, right? So we're going to we're gonna amend a decision. Let me, uh, let me find a pen here. Sorry for all that extra noise, if you heard anything. Um... So we're going to amend the decision here. If this mic will quit trying to fall over. See, all right. Um, we'll amend this decision here. We are going to keep Chelsea Green. Um, Dakota Kai is next. And as much as this pains me, Dakota Kai gets cut. And this is more of a decision. Now, I love Dakota Kai. She was one of my favorites when she was in NXT. I just don't see her benefiting 
from a singles run. She's always been that person they sort of just strapped to a tag team. And it's worked for her, but her single runs have never really benefited all that much from any sort of substance. And I just don't see that happening. And and so, yeah, I you, you cut Dakota Kai. I think she benefits from being, again, on the indie scene. Um, so she does get cut. Next is Dana Brooke. That's a cut. No need to describe it. She should have been cut a long time ago. I'm just going to be honest with you. There's nothing there for her. So, EO Sky, you got to cut her too. Again, same same reasoning with Dakota Kai. She works so much better on the indie scene. Um, so we are gonna cut EO Sky. We got Meechin. She gets cut. Now I don't know why they brought her back. To be honest, um, Nikki Cross cutting her. I just I'm not a I'm not sold on whatever they're doing with Nikki Cross. I'm sorry, Piper Niven. She gets cut. She's an indie darling. I'm sorry. There's not a sing. You can't tell me there's a single person who isn't a hardcore wrestling fan who knows who her. I think she went by the name Viper Niven or Viper. I think was just her name on uh, the 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 indie scene. And you can't tell. And I only know this because we you know she when she when Piper Niven was in the May Young Classic for that NXT used to run. You know, I looked up all the superstars ever in it to sort of understand because what they basically, what Triple H basically did with that May Young Classic was bring a bunch of indie indie wrestlers together as a tryout, essentially. Um, and so I looked up these people, right? And and Piper Niven just screams indie darling to me. You can't tell tell me a single mainstream WWE fan likes to see Piper Niven, right? And so put her where she benefits. And that'll be something like AEW. I'm just, that's just my opinion. Rhea Ripley. The only member of the Judgment Day that we'll keep is Rhea Ripley. And we get rid of her. And I know she, like she's tatted herself all up. And so it's hard to, to do anything with her outside of like a gothic type gimmick. Um, But I think she's so much more than the Judgment Day offered. Um, and... And I think you could keep the style of 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 gimmick and, and character while still putting her in the women's. The thing that I th- that irritated me about Judgment Day with Rhea Ripley is they were so focused on her basically domineering Dominic that they never let her really wrestle that much in the women's division. And if you're not going to have her wrestle in the men's division and actually, I mean, I think she could legitimately beat up some of the smaller men on the roster. Um, But outside of the Akira Tozawa match, which was a joke of a match to begin with, I don't necessarily think they benefited Rhea Ripley by not having her wrestle in the women's division while Judgment Day was still being a thing. Like, you could have multiple Judgment Day segments if Rhea Ripley is getting a match and then an hour later she's coming out to be the the valet or the manager for Dominic Mysterio, you could have that happen, right? And then the last one on the Raw roster is Tamina and uh, she gets the boot. I don't think she'll be able to go anywhere. She doesn't really have much value anywhere else, but Tamina, just, just no value on WWE either outside of, you know, she may be related to The Rock. 
so, yeah, Tamina does get cut, which means that we kept seven women, cut nine of them, with a total cut for Raw of 28 cuts, 25 keeps. So we cut the Raw roster basically in half. Um, which is crazy because... <laughs> which is crazy because it's the longer show. And we just cut it in half. And again, there are NXT people you could bring up. And, uh, and I think you realigned some of the SmackDown roster as well. Speaking of SmackDown, let's go ahead and, and break down their roster. Um... Angel Garza of Los Lotharios will get cut. Some of these are a little bit obvious, right? Asarte the Adonis of Hit Row. I'm keeping them. Even if Hit Row, Hit Row doesn't stay together, I think Ashante has a future in the business. He's really good, and so we'll keep him. Next is Big E. This is probably going to be the fourth name on the list. I'm not cutting Big E when he's dealing with uh, injury that happened on WWE's time. Now, if he broke his neck doing like skiing or snowboarding or something that he did on his own time, yeah, sure. Maybe we could cut him. It's not WWE's fault. But I feel WWE owes it to Big E to keep him on the roster, to find something he can do, even if it's like an ambassador like Titus O'Neil, um, to keep him on the roster and and to pay the man because he got hurt. And we'll talk about, like, Rich Holland and all of them. But I just... Rich Holland at that time, now he looks a little bit cleaner than he is. But he was super green at the time he was doing the move where he broke Big E's neck. And I just I just don't think it's, it's right or fair to treat an employee that got hurt on, basically on the clock... Um, and, and cut him. I, and plus Biggie's just, he's just a fun guy to be around. You could, you could create a podcast with him. You could do something for WWE to, to pay the man. Bray Wyatt. This is the one I'm wait. I've been waiting for this one. Cause I know this is going to bring controversy. If you know anything about me, it seems like all I do on TikTok nowadays is bitch about Bray Wyatt segments. And this is, this is a hard thing to do because Bray Wyatt does bring in a certain type of fan base. But at the same time, dude is boring as fuck. Like, if we actually, if we remove the gimmick, if we remove the storytelling, because Bray Wyatt can tell a fucking great story. But if you remove the story element, Bray Wyatt's highly overrated. He's nothing nothing special in the ring. He's not super athletic. What what has got him to where he is with the fame with the the, the fanfare is the fact that he could put on a gimmick and tell a story. And that's part of what you need to do. But if he's going to start wanting creative control and telling stories that take 6 months to even get to any sort of understanding of what's going on, that story's too complex. Go to AEW. Tell that story there. But 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 you're hurting the business of WWE by keeping Bray Wyatt there. And I honestly mean that. That pitch Black Mountain Doom match was a fucking sham of a match. It should not have happened. It was too short. It didn't tell any story. 
It didn't advance the story. You hurt L.A. Knight in the process. The person who carried that entire feud was L.A. Knight. And if that's the goal, is to use Bray Wyatt to get over some of these superstars, cool. But if that was the goal, L.A. Knight wins the match. But Bray Wyatt gets cut because he's too complex of a character to, to, to tell to a mainstream audience who just wants to watch a little bit of wrestling with some storylines behind it. Right? The more complex you make your character, the harder it is for me to convey to to a WWE audience um, that you know that you're worth having on the roster and that it makes like it's harder to to promote you to a more mainstream casual audience who may not be able to recognize all the nuances in your gimmick. You're too complex. And so that's sort of the ultimatum I would tell Bray, right? Because what I would do is I would, you know, I get hired. And what I would do is, you know, at each show, I would set up a, a, a room at the arena and essentially would call an all-talent meeting. So, you know, I'll go to Raw and say, it's an all-talent meeting. We're going to meet one-on-one and we're going to, you know, have a 15-minute conversation with everyone Everyone must be at the arena at 9 a.m. or whatever, right? And 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 that's what that's how we set up for the show, right? And I'll meet everyone at, who, who's on the Raw roster at Raw, everyone on the NXT roster at NXT, everyone on the SmackDown roster at SmackDown that, for that week, right? And that's the that's the conversation I have with Bray. You're too complex. The first question I would ask him is, can you explain the gimmick? Because maybe if I understood the gimmick. Um, then maybe I can consider keeping you, but explain the gimmick, right? Have him explain the gimmick to me and say, Bray, you're too complex for, for the audience that we're trying to convey to you're too complex. I think it would best serve you to go to a, a company like AEW where you'll be a star. You'll be one of the biggest stars. Probably in the industry, but it would benefit you to be there, to go there. Well, they will uh, uh, appreciate your story, and what we'll, what we can even do is work out a deal where we where everything you've done here we can sort of license or allow AEW to continue that story, and this can be a part of the story if you want to, but it's just not going to work, right? Brock Lesnar. This is the conversation I'd have with Brock Lesnar. Can you work more than part-time? That's the only question I'll ask Brock Lesnar. Can you work more than part-time? And my explanation for that is I'm cutting the roster. You just saw me cut Raw's roster in half. I'm cutting the roster, which means I'm going to need you to put in more work. Are you willing to do that? If he is, you keep him. But I'm assuming he's not going to. And so with that assumption that Brock Lesnar is going to be like, no, I'm not working full time. Okay, Brock, here's your pink slip. Have a great rest of your life. Uh, we'll call you if we're interested in working with you again. But at the moment, we're not interested. And you and, and you cut him. Right? And I, it wouldn't scare me to cut Brock Lesnar. Like I think a lot of people in this position would get intimidated by the mere size of Brock Lesnar. 
but you're you're the guy in charge. You have all the power. And if he wants to hurt you or lay hands on you, then that's Brock Lesnar wanting to commit a crime, and you let him commit the crime, and he faces the punishment of his crime. But there's no need to have Brock Lesnar on the books if he's only going to work four matches a year for you. Right? But if he is willing to give you... It doesn't even have to be 12 months, but seven months, six months, or excuse me, eight, nine. Like, I would probably want like nine months out of rest, uh, out of Brock Lesnar. I'd want from Royal Rumble to Mania and him to work full time. Right? So that's what? January, February. Well, Royal Rumble. So he could show up at the Royal Rumble. He doesn't have to be in the build to Royal Rumble. But he could show up at Royal Rumble and then work February, March, April. He could then take, you know, uh, May, May, June, and July off. And then from SummerSlam through the rest of the year, which would be August, September, October, November, and December. So that's eight, eight months. So if he could give me eight months of the year, full-time every show will keep him. But I just don't think Brock Lesnar is willing to do that at this point in the, in his career. And so you take the financial hit at the moment and say, we're going to cut you, we're going to pay you the rest of your contract, whatever was guaranteed, and, and, and we'll take that hit, but we're not going to keep you because we could use this roster spot for someone else, right? Next is Butch. We're keeping Butch. He's he's a solid member of the roster. Not much to really go into. Cruz del Toro of the Gado del Fantasma. We're keeping him. Drew Gulak will be cut. Now he's an NXT talent now, but uh, or trainer or something. I don't know. But but if Drew Gulak is willing to move from the active roster to a training role, sure, we, we could keep him doing something in WWE. Right, and also recognize that not every one of these cuts means that they're not going to wrestle for, or that they're going to be fired from the company. This could just be, oh, Drew Gulak isn't needed to be on TV as an active wrestler, but he could be in a training role in NXT and work in the Performance Center, and that's where we'll that's where we'll convert him. That's what best suits him for our company. Right, so not every cut means you're going to get fired. It just means you're not going to be an active wrestler that gets booked in storylines. Let's understand that. So Drew Gulak is a cut. Drew McIntyre is a keep, a big keep, and he gets a lot better treatment than how he's been being treated. He's much better than the tag division. He's much better than the Intercontinental Championship division. He should be in the main picture. I'm actually was, I'm a little upset they didn't pull the trigger and put the title on him in, uh, in Wales at Clash at the Castle. I understand, like I understand why you don't, because we got the better story with the bloodline. But at the same time, God, it would have been great to have him have a championship run there. Um, Eric of the Viking Raiders, get rid of him. No explanation. The Viking, the Viking Raiders just have never worked in WWE for me. They had so much hype um, on the indie scene as War Raiders. I think was the name of their team. And they were just, they were so over with that, that crowd. Let them go back. Let them go back to that. They, they are so much better than what WWE is portraying them as. And I think an AEW run would be fucking fantastic with them. 
Um, uh, I'm just, I, like I said, I can't, right, I care about the growth of the business and, and, and I care about the wrestlers themselves. And I don't want to, I don't want to have Eric and, and, and Ivar, and we'll, we'll talk about Ivar here in a minute. Uh, I don't want to have them sort of handicapped because they're not able to do what they're best at doing. Right. And, and I think AEW would offer them a better opportunity at being a dominant tag team. Um, than WWE will, and and the Viking gimmick just isn't working. Giovanni Vinci of Imperium, as well as Gunther, because they're next. We're keeping both of them. You definitely keep Gunther. Vinci, I could understand cutting, but Imperium is such a good team right now, so you keep them. Uh, Umberto Carrillo. I can fucking butchered that name, and I know how to. Umberto Carrillo. There you go. Uh, you cut him. You just don't need him. I'm sorry. You just don't need him. Not much more to say. Ivar also gets cut for the same reason with Eric. You just, it just right? Carrion Cross. Oh, this is a this is a tough decision because I think he's a star in the business. Probably one of the best on the mic in the company. But he's just not getting over. And there's really not like. Like, and WWE did no benefit to him because they put him against two superly protected superstars in Drew McIntyre and Rey Mysterio as his first two feuds uh, when he came back to the company. I just don't think there's any way you can recover from that. And and for that reason alone, Karrion Cross gets cut. Kofi Kingston, you don't cut Kofi Kingston. You just don't cut Kofi Kingston. You let him wrestle the rest of his career in WWE um, because he's Kofi fucking Kingston, and and yeah, that, that's literally all the, the, the justification I need, right? Um, for that move, uh, Joaquin Wild of Legado del Fantasma, you'll keep him. I like Legado; they're very good uh, uh, group, so you keep them together. The Usos, we'll talk a little bit more, but again, it's, it'll be idiotic to cut the Usos. They're the best tag team in the world, in my opinion. So you just don't cut them. L.A. Knight. You keep L.A. Knight. You keep L.A. Knight because he's a fucking superstar, right? Do you keep L.A. Knight? Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, uh, Ludwig, Ludwig Kaiser. You keep him. Of Imperium, you keep him. Marseille. You cut him. You get rid of the stupid fucking gimmick. You cut Marseille. Even before the stupid gimmick, what was he doing? He was in retribution, so another stupid gimmick. Obviously, they didn't feel that he could do any. It, like it, he had a weird career on the main roster because he started as in in commentary, and then he gets attacked by Brock Lesnar. He gets an F five through the announcers table, and the next time we see him, he's in retribution. Um, and I don't even remember his name. Oh, Mace. It was Mace. He was Mace. And retribution, and then they sort of in that gimmick, and he comes back as Masse. Like we're not gonna fucking recognize what you did there, and then just another stupid gimmick, right? And so obviously they don't have plans for him, so you get rid of him. Rey Mysterio, you cut him. He, this is no need for it. I'm sorry, this is no need for him on the roster anymore. Ricochet, send him to AEW. Send him to AEW because that's where he needs to be. That suits him a lot better than tag teaming with Braun fucking Strowman, who I just realized wasn't on this list. 
Um, like I said, this is probably the most up-to-date list, but it's not completely up-to-date. Um, Rick Boogs, we already talked about him. We keep him. Rich Holland, we keep. Um, Roman Reigns, you keep. Sami Zayn. Um, y'all are gonna kill me. I'm cutting Sami Zayn. I just he he works so good here, but I'm sorry. I just uh, I just I don't know. I just don't. I think once the bloodline story is over with Sami Zayn, he's gonna go back to mediocrity and not being cheered for all that much. And for that reason alone, you have to send him to AEW with as much fans like that. You have him lose to Roman Reigns, and then you cut him, and then he goes to AEW. You understand how good that would make the indus- like the fan base around him, and and and, and so, you know, uh, Santos Escobar, you keep Sheamus, you keep you cut Shinsuke Nakamura, Solo Sokoa, keep Top Dollar. I'm a little bit biased. I like Top Dollar, so I'm keeping him, and then Xavier Woods, I'm keeping, um, which means for the men's division of SmackDown, that's 22 keeps. 14 cuts, so not as bad as Rawls men's roster, um, but there was a lot more here anyway. Um, the women's division, Aaliyah, I keep. She's a star. Whenever she comes back, she's a star. We've already talked about Bailey and the rest of Damage Control, how we cut all of them. Uh, B-Fab, I'm keeping. Charlotte Flair, you don't cut. You, you, you just don't cut Charlotte Flair. You keep Charlotte Flair. Um, Emma, keep. Lacey Evans, keep. Liv Morgan, keep. Maxine Dupree, you remove the rest of the uh, atrocity of that roster, uh, of that tag team. But you keep Maxine Dupree because she could do something. She could either be another valet. I don't know if she's trained to wrestle. She could backstage interview. You keep Maxine Dupree. Natalia, you keep. You need someone for the the women that you're keeping to beat up. Uh, Raquel Rodriguez, you keep. Ronda Rousey, you cut. If she, I just, I just don't know why she's on the roster again. I don't know why they brought her back. But you cut Ronda Rousey. You cut Sarah Logan or Valhalla is what she's going by now. Um, Karrion Cross got cut, so that means Scarlett's going to get cut. Shayna Baszler gets cut. You keep Shotzi. You keep Sonya Deville. You cut Tegan Knox, you cut Zia Lee, and you keep Selena Vega making 12 keeps, 9 cuts for the women's division. As a total for SmackDown's roster, 34 keeps, 23 cuts. As a total so far, um, we are keeping 25 from Raw and 34 from SmackDown. So that's, what, 59 so we have a roster of 59 right now. Um, that's a solid roster. The largest part of this roster is on NXT, though. Um, and here's my theory with NXT. Right, A lot of them are just beginning their career. And so I, I feel a lot of the... And we're going to quickly go through a lot of these. Um, so uh, a lot of these are just beginning their career, and I'm going to be a little bit more lenient with how I evaluate their careers here. Um, and so a lot, we're going to keep a lot of these people. Um, so let's go through the men's roster. Andre Chase, you keep. Apollo Crews, I'm cutting. 
Axiom I'm cutting. Boa, which I haven't seen in fucking forever. Boa uh, gets cut. Braun Breaker you keep. Brooks Jensen you keep. Brutus Creed of the Creeds you keep. Cameron, Gr- Cameron Grimes gets cut. Carmelo Hayes keep. Stax Lorenzo keep. Damon Kemp you keep. Uh, Dante Chen, which I didn't know who he was when I was making this list, so I cut him. And then he got dominated by Dabacado, um, who was new on the roster. Um, and since he right, and since he's new on the roster, we're not really going to worry about him. Uh, Dante Chen though gets cut. Obviously, he's going to be like squash talent for now. But Dante Chen gets cut. Duke Hudson keep. Edris Sanofe you keep. Elton Prince of Pretty Deadly you keep. Grayson Waller you a hundred percent keep. He's the he's the safest person on the NXT roster is Grayson Waller, the safest person. Guru Raj I've never heard of him so cut him. Hank Walker I'm not sold behind so you keep you cut him. Ikamin Jiro keep him for now. Ilya Dragunov you keep. He's fucking a beast. Jagger Reed of Schism you keep. Javier Bernthal, just fucking get rid of him. I don't, God, that he's so annoying. And, and yeah, anyway, JD McDonough, you keep. Jinder Mahal, you keep. Joe Gacy, you keep. Josh Briggs, you keep. Julius Creed, you keep. Kent Wilson of Pretty Deadly, you keep. Malik Blade, you keep. Mark Coffey of Gallus, you keep him. Nathan Frazier, you keep. Odyssey Jones, you keep. Oro Mensa, I'm not sold on this, uh, on him. I don't know, maybe I'm just missing something, but I cut him. Rip Fowler, um, which I want to say is the other person on in Schism. You keep him. Roderick Strong, you cut. Um, he's not needed. Rufang, or Rufing, I don't know how to pronounce it, nor do I know who it is, so I cut him. Sanga, you keep. Tony D'Angelo, you keep. Trick Williams, you keep. Tyler Bate, you cut. I'm sorry. You got to cut Tyler Bate. You don't need him. Veer, keep. Von Wagner, keep. Ah, I hate doing this because I praised him so much. I praised Wesley. I cut Wesley, and I praised him so much. And when I made this list, it was before NXT where they fucking made me fall in love with them. But at the end of the day, yeah, you got to cut Wesley. Ah, I hate doing that. Wolfgang of Gallus, you keep. And Zion Quinn, you keep. Now, of that roster that we just went through, right, you keep a lot of these guys, but you move. You can move up Braun Breaker. You can move up Braun Breaker. You can move up um, Grayson Waller. You can move up Zion Quinn. You can move up, uh, I think, the Creeds could probably be moved up to the main roster um, as a tag team. I think Chase U could potentially be moved up to a, to the main roster. Um, and so for the men's roster on NXT, 32 keeps, 12 cuts. We go to the women. Alba Fire, I'm cutting. Amari Miller, I'm keeping. Ariana Grace, I'm keeping. Ava Rain of Schism, I'm keeping. Cora Jade, keep. Alexa Lopez, keep. Fallon Henley, keep. Gigi Dolan, Keep Indy Hartwell. Keep Isla Dawn. I'm cutting Isla Dawn. I'm just not a big fan. I I like the gimmick, but I'm just not. I don't know. I'm just cut. 
Ivy Nile, you keep. Um, uh, let's move on here. JC Jane, you keep. Um, Katana Chance and Caden Carter, you keep. Kiana James, you keep. Cut Lash Legend. Cut Miko Satamura. I know that's a, a legend in the industry, but we just don't need her. Nikita Lyons, you keep. Roxanne Dupree, not Dupree, Roxanne Perez, I just can't speak. Roxanne Perez, you keep. Saray, you cut. Thea Hale, you keep. Tiffany Stratton, you keep. Valentina Faros, you keep. Wendy Chu, I cut. Ulyssa Leon, if you don't watch NXT, you don't know that name. I think she was the one that was with for uh, Valentina Varos when uh, she was with Sangha and all of that split up. And Ulyssa Leon's actually hurt, but I'm keeping her anyway. And I'm keeping Zoe Stark. There's a couple unassigned talent on the roster here. Aaliyah James, you keep. Colby Carino, I'm cutting. Jenny, I'm cutting. The uh, Colby Carino hasn't debuted yet, but I'm cutting him anyway. Carl Fredericks. Hasn't debuted yet in NXT, but if you've ever watched New Japan, he's one of the Young Lions. I've seen him wrestle a live show. Never was, wasn't really a big fan of him. You cut him. Noam Dar, I've cut him. And then Stevie Turner, who, I don't know why she's unassigned, but she has debuted on the roster, and I am keeping her. They also forgot Sol Ruka on this list and Danny Miller, which both of them I'm actually going to keep. Um, and there's a lot more performance center talent that they haven't put on this roster. Of this roster, though, 20 keeps and 6 cuts for the women. A total of NXT's roster is 56 keeps, 22 cuts. So that's 56. And then what I said, 59 uh, keeps on the main roster. So 59 keeps on the main roster, 56 Keeps in NXT. So 115 uh, keeps for the three brands. Uh, 115 members of the roster where we cut a total. We cut a total of. of give me one second to do this math because I should have done it earlier, but I didn't. We cut a total of. Come on. Cut a total of 70, 73 superstars. We keep 115. We cut 73. Um, which means that we cut the roster down by about 38%, 39%. Of the roster did end up getting cut between the three brands. Um, I think that's fair. That's a lot of trimming of the fat. And then you bring in people like the unassigned. You bring in, you know, people that aren't even mentioned on the roster, like Sol Ruka, uh, Danny Miller, who have may has you know wrestled some on Level Up, uh, Dragon Lee, who just signed, right? And so this this provides. The ability, like, cuts have to happen to provide the ability to, right? And we still have 115 members on the roster, um, which which you could definitely use in a good way. And you, and, and you 
right? And then guess what? You do this all over again. And here's the thing with NXT, how I would do it. You got you got three months. Three months from the day you debut your first match on TV, on TV, which means on, on regular NXT, so not level up, but your first match on, on NXT Tuesday show, you have three months from then to get your character over or to at least prove to the... I don't like the get your character over thing, so I'm going to remove that because it's hard to get your... Like, I'm not going to base it off a fan's response only, um, but you have to prove to me that you have that it factor. Well, we could we can book you. We can find you a gimmick that'll work and get you over, but if you have that it factor, the ability to promo, the ability to wrestle and, and actually put on decent, entertaining stories and matches, we will find you a, a, a gimmick that'll work. I think that's the easy part. It's can you actually get that gimmick over, right? And 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 so that's where the work comes in. And so you got three months to prove that to me from your first TV match. Um, and so NXT, you evaluate every three months. Main roster, you evaluate once a year, right before the Royal Rumble. Makes sense to me, right? And and you do this, you cut. I mean, we cut, what, 40% of the roster just in this episode alone. And that provides free space for people to move up without cluttering the main roster. And it, it provide right? And so, here it is. And people are going to hate that I even did this. But, yeah, that, 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 that's how I would manage the roster. You, we, we will have yearly cuts, maybe even quarterly cuts with NXT. It's just the way that the business has to work in order to, to continue to put the best product forward. So let me know what you guys think about some of the cuts. I know towards the end, you know, it got was getting kind of long, so I didn't do, especially with NXT, a lot of those people don't need explanations. Um, I kept a fair amount of the, the NXT superstars just because they haven't really had a chance to prove themselves for the most part. Um, the, the ones that have are more than likely are going to get moved up to the main roster where most of the cuts happen. And, and so you will probably, what I probably would do at that point is you'd probably have about 50 ish, 55 ish superstars on the main roster between the two brands. And then of the remaining 50, 60 of them would be in NXT. Right? So with that being said, this has been a, a fun Wednesday episode of the um, a Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. My name is Randall Beatley, like always. You can find me on Twitter and on TikTok at We2Deep413. That's W-E-T-O-O-D-E-E-P. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you on Friday's episode with the SmackDown Review.